morning. If you can hear my voice, I want you to know that God has his eyes on you right now. And because you're in his son, Jesus Christ, He is wildly in love, has love, gives love for you. He's not hesitating. He's not simply observing. He's not just watching. But he loves you and is your father who is orchestrating your life and always has been. He is ordering your steps and he's guiding your way. Hey, this is Peter John. Welcome. Glad you're tuned in to Rogue Grace. And I'm glad to be here. (laughs) I really am. I just wrote on, on Facebook that because I'm still alive, and I am for today, I want whoever was reading to know that God loves them and Jesus is with them. I guess really that's what my ministry is getting down to. Kind of simple, isn't it? I mean, I'm almost 40, and I've been through different paths and, if you would, climbed different mountains of theology and philosophy, gone to different conferences and seminars, and I guess right now I'm just once again finding the real comfort and the real truth of knowing God loves me. Jesus is with me. And I know you know this, but praise the Lord. He gave me an opportunity to remind you. Wow. What a privilege. What a joy. I love this. Don't you wish you had my job? You don't. Not right now. Not today, anyways. But you do have a job wherever you're at. Whether you're a teacher or a construction worker or even if you're at home, maybe disabled or you have four kids like my wife. Hey, The Lord is with you, and he has a plan for you today. He already has it planned out. Isn't that cool? Isn't that great to know that God already has the day planned out in which he's working all of our lives together for the good? And not only that we might just get by, but he has a plan to bless you and prosper you and prepare you for eternity, for heaven. 
I'm looking forward to seeing how God is going to use my entire life. I see little bits, I guess. But in heaven, after I breathe my last here on earth, which could be any time, I'm well aware of that right now. But in heaven, we're going to see how God worked everything together so clearly, much more clear than now. Now, well, as Paul said, we see through a glass, but dimly. So it's kind of like one of those glasses, those windows that are also shaded or have a tint. You know, those tinted windows. It's kind of like that right now. But there's coming a day when that window will be removed. You will see so clearly. And you'll thank God for all that he did in your life. Pretty awesome, right? That not just some things work together for good. Not just the good things work together for the good. But somehow the Bible says all things work together for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So let me ask you, do you love God? <laughs> and if you can say, yes, I do, everything in your life, the good and the bad, he is working together for the good. We'll be right back. God sent His Son They called Him Jesus He came to love He who let forgive He
broadcast. That's right. I'm out of the hospital. I'm up at the church. I am doing well. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your thoughts. Thank you for your cards. Man, I didn't even know how blessed I am to be a part of Applegate Christian Fellowship. Until after I've gone through this, now I have a better idea of how blessed I am. Really. So right now we're going to go back into the book of Jonah. Jonah means dove. Same thing. Jonah equals dove. And that's interesting because it seems like, as you begin the story of Jonah, that it's anything but a dove. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty brutal, right? Pretty violent. The guy goes in the opposite direction, and as we're going to read, storms, pagans, fish, barf, All of that is found in the story of Jonah. I want you to know that the dove, who is the Holy Spirit, is right now guiding your life every single step. Even when, like Jonah, you are going in the wrong direction, or I 
am headed off into the wrong direction. He is still in our lives, the Holy Spirit, working and directing. And yes, often it takes a hospital stay, as was my case, or the belly of a fish, as it was in Jonah's case. Maybe for you, a divorce or being demoted at work. I don't know. Sometimes life gets a little rough, doesn't it? But that doesn't mean that God has written us off. That doesn't mean that God isn't involved in our lives. He's very much. You see, I don't believe that Jonah could have had a plan B or C. It wasn't as though when he goes off in the opposite direction, Tarshish, instead of going to Nineveh, that God said, okay, you're done. Or even plan B, plan C. No, God says, I have a plan and Jonah, you are in the center of it. And I'm going to get you there one way or another. Even if it takes a fish, I'm going to get you to where I want you to be. I kind of feel that way right now in my own life. I know that I have things to work on. I know that I have issues that I still want to see worked out of my life. And I think that in this last thing I've been through, these past several weeks, that that's exactly my, if you would, my whale or my fish, that the Lord has been able to use that in my life to work out some things in which I'm grateful for. Could I have avoided it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe, though. Did I avoid it? No. (laughs) I almost died. I almost died a couple times. Almost, though. I didn't die. The doctors thought I could die. My family didn't know if I was going to die. But I didn't die. I'm still here. And by that alone, I know that God wants me to preach the good news. And that God has continued plans for my life. And because you're alive, just because you're alive right now, friend, breathing, the breath you just took is evidence that God has a plan for your life. Jonah chapter 1, picking up where we left off yesterday. Verse 4, But the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea, and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship threatened to break up. Then the mariners were afraid, and each cried out to his God. And they hurled the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone down into the inner part of the ship 
laid down and was fast asleep. So the captain came and said to him, What do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call out to your God. Perhaps the God will give a thought to us that we may not perish. So Jonah goes to sleep. Even though everyone else was fighting for their lives, the ship was just about to go down. He rests. He goes to sleep. What does this mean? I'm not sure. I mean, after all, that's exactly what Jesus did. Some hundreds of years later, in the middle of the storm, while the disciples were all trying to bail the water, what was Jesus doing in the boat? We're told he was sleeping. And when they woke him up, he said, where's your faith? And so with Jonah here, it's almost as though he's a kind of a precursor, a foreshadow of Jesus. And, and in the commentaries I read, um, they all kind of knock on Jonah for sleeping. And that's understandable. And maybe they should. But maybe also along with that, there's something to be said about a guy who has so resigned, maybe a better word would be, submitted, even though that's not what necessarily Jonah is doing here, to the will of the Lord, to the work of the Lord, no matter what the storm may be, you're just resting. I want that. I, I, this sickness that I've been through is actually giving me that, to tell you the truth. At the age I am now, I'll tell you, a whole lot less is able to rattle me than when I was a younger man. Let's say 10 years ago. Let's say 20 years ago. I think that's probably true for many Christians. It's because you begin to see it's all going to work out. It's all working together for the good. And instead of bailing water, Jonah is sleeping. I don't knock him for that. I kind of applaud him for that. Not what he's doing, not the direction he's headed, but I think the guy just says God's will is going to be done. I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) And in your life, as you go to work or raise your kids or whatever you may be doing, rest in the fact that God is is going to work out his plan in your life, no matter what. See, maybe Jonah knew God was going to work out his plan. Didn't know how, but he knew that God was going to. And so he went to sleep. I think he did know that. And I certainly know that. I believe that for me and for you. That if you're a Christian... God is going to accomplish his plan and his purpose for your life. So you can rest. 
You don't have to wonder or worry to the point of anxiety. You don't have to give yourself fits or depression. You can say, Lord, I might be going in the right direction. I don't even know. I may be going in the wrong direction, but your will is going to be accomplished because you are God. Now that is faith. And like Jonah, that gives you rest. The captain came and said to Jonah, What are you doing? What do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call out to your God. Perhaps the God will give a thought to us that we may not perish. And they said to one another, Come, let us cast lots, that we may know on whose account this evil has come upon us. (laughs) Who's to blame? So they cast lots, and it fell on Jonah. Then they said to him, Tell us on whose account this evil has come upon us. What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And what people are you of? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew, 
I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and dry land. Then the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, What is this you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord because he told them. Jonah may be going in the opposite direction. Jonah may be heading to Tarshish when he was called to Nineveh, but Jonah still fears the Lord. That's what he says. I am a Hebrew. I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and dry land. He doesn't deny that he loves the Lord or fears the Lord or follows the Lord. You know what that shows you? You may be going today in the wrong direction. You can still tell people that you love the Lord. Particularly if you really do and the Lord is giving you some storms, some stuff, Right now in the middle of your storm, you can tell people, I, I know things are a bit rocky right now. Things are a bit stormy right now, but I love the Lord. Do you know the Lord honors that? Do you know the Lord heard Jonah say that? Do you know the Lord didn't rebuke that? I think... God sent the the fish or the whale as he heard Jonah say that. Do you know wherever you may be financially or in business or relationally, you can tell people, I love the Lord and it will do great things for your life. I believe that. I believe it will open up, bring about. Things in your life that will get you to where you're supposed to be when you, even in spite of yourself or your actions, publicly tell people like Jonah did, I fear the Lord. I mean, I mean, really, Jonah, you fear the Lord? You're going in the exact opposite direction, and yet he still says that. And I believe God honored that. Now, God honored that with a great fish, but he honored it. And he'll honor the same with you when you say to people, yeah, I know. I have some stuff to work out. I, I might not be going in the right direction right now, but when all is said and done, I fear the Lord. I believe he hears that. And as a dad or a father in heaven, he will cause the circumstances to come about in your life that will bring you back to exactly where you're supposed to be. All I'm saying to you, friend, is fear God and love God. That's what I'm saying to you. That's what I'm saying to myself. And everything else, let Him, He will bring about to His perfect plan if you will simply fear the Lord. We'll be right back to conclude this program right after this.
Welcome back. This is Peter John. Glad, really glad to be here. Really glad to be in uh, the Lord's house and to be able to walk around. Ah, it's been a tough time for me 
but the Lord has brought me through just like the tough times he brings you through as well. And um, I'd like now to remind you about tonight, that tonight there's going to be a special service for you ladies and girls, women and daughters. Um, my mom is going to be doing a service for Christmas time for the ladies. So that's tonight at seven o'clock. My wife, my ladies, my daughters are going. And so I know that they're going to be really happy and blessed to be there. They, they're big fans. Let's just put it that way. Big fans of my mom. They call her Grambo. And uh, so they're going. I won't be going. So I guess I'll just watch the football game or something. But if you're a woman or a girl, a lady, I'm inviting you to come on out tonight. It's at 7 o'clock. And you, I promise, are going to be refreshed and blessed. I don't even know what it's going to be, so I can't tell you. Really none of my business. But I know it's going to be awesome. So come on out tonight at 7 o'clock. You're going to really be blessed. So this weekend we have a couple of services. We have one at 8.30. And then for the rest of you who don't wake up as the sun comes up on Sundays, we have a service at 11. So I'm looking forward to the services. And I hope that you come out. If you don't have a church or you belong to our church, come on out to one or both of those services. And uh, it's going to be great. It always is. It's going to be great as this Christmas time of year is great to come to church, isn't it? It's so cold outside and rainy. And yet you come here and you can feel the warmth. You feel the love. You see the light. It's good stuff. It really is. Come on out. Thanks for tuning in. We went 40 minutes, so we're getting up there. We'll start heading into the hour again, going through the book of Jonah. We'll continue to do that to tomorrow. Jonah chapter 1. Read ahead if you want. Kind of get some of your own thoughts and ideas. If you want, we'll be in Jonah chapter 1, verse 7. We'll go down to verse 14 tomorrow, okay? May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord prosper your path. May he give you victory, strength, and peace. God bless you.